0: Guitarathon is the greatest guitar sale on earth, and it's happening now. Get massive savings on a huge selection of electric and acoustic guitars, basses, amps, pedals, and other accessories. Get select Ernie Ball strings three for ten. Save hundred dollars on a Fender Special Edition Strat, or get a Yamaha acoustic for just one ninety nine. Plus, get special financing on select major brands. Don't miss these incredible deals available online and in store now through November first. Guitarthon only at Guitar Center. Find your sound.
1: You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: This is going to be huge.
1: Welcome. You are Locked On, the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, writer, reporter at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the editor of Smoking Cuban. What you got for me, Isaac?
0: Nick, what are you going to eat for supper tonight?
1: Ooh, I just I just down like a half a watermelon. It felt like
0: so a half a watermelon.
1: <laughs> I just got home from work. We're doing this in the daytime. It's it's literally light outside, and this is so weird for us. But so if anything happens tonight, we probably will have to re record. That's this. true.
0: We normally record this pod at like midnight every night. Yeah. Right before we go to bed.
1: But it worked out for us to do it now. Uh, I don't know. I'll probably go. I got some cod in the in the in the fridge. Might go with some. You know fry up some cod that sounds nasty (laughs) not a fish guy
0: (laughs) um i don't mind fish some not a ton my wife's making tacos right now in the in the kitchen so while we're recording this i'm like smelling the tacos
1: how long does it take her to make tacos
0: i don't know it better be done when we get done with this (laughs) podcast
1: I'm am just asking because how long would it take for me to get over there?
0: <laughs> or this podcast better be done what before it's over?
1: If <laughs> I see her walk into the room with like a tray and just like hand hey, you tacos, I'm calling you. I'm out.
0: just I'm just eating while we're recording. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So I've been trying. I've been waiting to tell this story until it till it became relevant, but it hasn't. But yesterday I had the weirdest experience. So this Uh-oh. would this would be uh, Tuesday since this podcast is dropping Thursday. So so Tuesday. We're, my wife's making my wife's making dinner, and she wants to make mashed potatoes, and we don't have any more we don't have any more milk, and so she's like, "Can you go down the street to the Seven Eleven and get milk?" And so, yes, I went on the I went on the run. I I went out. I left, and I got milk, and then I was walking out, and I see this guy. He's standing in the middle of four of those gas pumps. And he has like a green T-shirt on and some like gym shorts, and he's just holding his phone. And you can tell he has nothing else. And there's no cars in any of the gas pumps. So he's just standing in the middle of them, looking around, and he looks so lost. And so I just kind of like looked at him, and we made eye contact, and that was my first mistake. And then he comes running over to me, and he has this really thick like African accent. And he goes, he said, he said, I'm I'm African. It's was, I was like okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> he's like I haven't lived here very long but my he's like my girl and he said she's a she's a black American and so we don't do the same things and I was like I'm glad you had to clarify that for me that he had to do that And she, he said she's all about drama and all this and so he, he told this whole story like letting me know over and over and over that she's a black American he's an African American and how different they are And I was like okay I understand man <laughs> I, I get it you think those are different and he keeps telling me this, and then eventually he told me the story that he, he, was, he was living with his girlfriend, and the girlfriend <laughs> is so is, crazy. Is this
0: happening at the gas pump? This
1: is tell, he's telling me this at the gas station. So hmm. I'm standing outside with a gallon of milk in my hand, and I'm just listening to this dude talk. And he said I, you know, she wanted me to get her a pack of cigarettes, and so she, she drove up to this gas station, and she stopped and i got out of the car went to go get the went to go get the cigarettes with she gave me a dollar to get these cigarettes and so i got out of the car and she she drove away and left me there
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so i'm like at this point i'm like i have no idea what to believe right now the guy told me his phone was dead and then he starts using his phone and then he said that she gave him a dollar he couldn't find the dollar and so i was like there's a little discrepancy but just because he didn't have a dollar doesn't mean that you doesn't mean the story's not true, and so then he then in the middle of our conversation, I'm talking to him, and he runs away, and I was like, "What? I thought we were I thought we were having a conversation. Like I was just trying to hear him out, trying to trying to figure out what was going on. He just runs away, and so I was like, "All right, well you made you made the decision for me that whether I was going to help this guy or not. And so I, I walked towards my car, and. About to get in my car, he goes, "Where are you? Where are you going?" And I was like, "Well, you you left. I thought we were done." And he goes, "No, I found the dollar." And he <laughs> holds up a dollar bill and he said, "He found the dollar." <laughs> and so, turns out he just he said he just needed a ride. And one of my things is, and I used to live in Desoto. And if anybody is from Desoto, uh, I lived in a pretty rough part of Desoto. It's you know, there's cheaper apartments there. And anytime you go to a gas station, there's that Fox gas station on uh, I think 35 and you go to the gas station, anytime you get out of your car, someone will walk up to you and ask for money. Literally every time I've ever been there, daytime, nighttime, doesn't matter when, someone will ask me for money. If I say if I say to them that I will give them what they ask for, like if a guy says, can you give me a nickel? I'll be like, you want, you want me to give you a nickel? Like I'll just ask it back to them. And they say, well, what about a dollar? <laughs> if they do that, if they like ask for more than, than they asked for originally, I'm done, I'm out. But this guy just wanted a ride, and so
0: you didn't give him a ride.
1: Nope, I called an Uber for him. I sent him off in an Uber like an. Oh my gosh! So I was like, "All right, well, you just need a ride, man. That's literally all I'm going to give you is a ride. You're not going to be able to, you know, talk me into anything else or anything. You just get in the car with this guy. Send you off.
0: You're like, have you? Li- Do you listen to Lockdown Math? Yeah.
1: Well, he asked for my numbers, so we'll see what happens, but Uh, there you go. It was so random, and I was trying to come up with a way to to correlate that with the Mavericks, but maybe that's just Nerland's Noel, and we're we're sending him off to...
0: No, there's no way that that story correlates with the Dallas Mavericks.
1: (laughs) It doesn't, but it was just really random. At all. But I think I helped a guy out, and tweet me and let me know if I really actually did help that guy out, because I don't know if I did.
0: Maybe the guy's on Twitter.
1: If I didn't help him out, then he's just in Grapevine, which is, I guess, a better spot, a better place now. Also, the address he gave me didn't have numbers. It was just a street. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. I was like, all right, whatever you want, man. So, I'll just send you. Huh. And he kept, after I called the Uber, we were waiting for it. He just said, oh, thank you, man. Thank you. If I would have stayed here, I would have just died right there. And he kept pointing over to the gas pump. He said, I would have died right there. Like, all
0: right. Dangerous station.
1: He was very lost. Anyway. That was a random personal story that happened to me. Today we are going to be going through our starting five worst contracts in the NBA. We're going by positions relatively. That, you know, as a
0: result, as we got as a result, right, right. Harrison Barnes was on a list.
1: Right. So we're going through our positions relatively. We got guards, wings, you know, bigs. And we're also going to name a coach for this team as well. Maybe we'll name a couple of, of bench players. And like Isaac said, the reason we're doing this is is because Bleacher Report came out with this article and they listed the top 5 worst contracts at every position and Harrison Barnes was the second worst power forward on the list which okay whatever you guys want to say there's no way that he is the second worst power forward and we are going to prove that <laughs> by a mile
0: yeah i'm trying to look at some of the uh some of the guys okay so they said he was his contract is worse than
1: Ryan Anderson was number one, right, of power forwards. Correct. Which is really funny because there's all these rumors going around about you know, the Rockets trying to get rid of Ryan Anderson to try to get Carmelo, and teams are asking for two first-round picks to take Ryan Anderson's contract. That's crazy.
0: For sure. So they say Barrett Barnes' contract's worse worse than Ibaka's, which Ibaka just signed. I didn't
1: think Ibaka's was that bad, but hey.
0: Well, it's just Ibaka. Or Ibaka's age is twenty eight, and his knees are like forty
1: eight. Yeah. Well, we don't know if he's twenty eight, but hey.
0: Yeah, we do. I believe him. I felt bad for him. He issued that statement and everything.
1: This okay. This is something I won't agree with, but the the statement didn't say that he was twenty eight years old.
0: Yeah, but still, it
1: didn't. It didn't come out and definitively said, "I am. I am the age that I say that I am."
0: Yeah, but it's like people always question people from like Africa. It's like, oh, you're from Africa. Are you really the right age? And it's like, I got where he came from. Like, I felt for him. Like,
1: That's fair. I've already been called racist once today on the internet, so I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to try to go again.
0: They also said Barnes' contract was worse than Marvin Williams and James Johnson. And I, I, I just think Power Forward, they're, they're reaching, but Barnes at that, I don't know, as the number two. I don't agree with that at all.
1: He's but. the best. He's the best player of all four of those.
0: <laughs> exactly, and yeah, whatever.
1: And he he and Chandler Parsons are like the same height, and they play. You know, they play pretty much the same game. And so, if Chandler Parsons would have played and played a little bit of four for the Grizzlies, he would have been the same. You know.
0: Yeah, I think he'll uh, he'll play the four in Memphis this year.
1: Probably, if you know,
0: we'll see.
1: They just have no depth now that Randolph's gone.
0: I'm assuming they'll bring back Jamichael Green.
1: Yeah, that's also still up in the air too, isn't it?
0: Yeah, but so anyway, as a result of this list, Bleacher Report did the top five worst contracts in their opinion, or in the the guy's opinion, at each contract across the league, or at each position across the yeah. league. So Nick and I were like, "All right, let's make our own list of a point better guard shoot- a better one." <laughs> yeah, point guard through center, a couple bench players, a coach of who we think is the worst contracts in the league. And no, I do not have a Dallas Maverick, even though Dwight Powell got really close.
1: <laughs> I put Dwight Powell as one of my options, but I didn't, I didn't end up putting him on there just to make you happy. All right, so let's go through some of the guys that we're thinking about for point guard. Okay, just go, go down the list. A couple of the guys that I put down, uh, Reggie Jackson, three years, $17 million per year. He's $51 million remaining. And all of these deals are going to be what's remaining left on their contract. Uh, not the whole money. So, like Joakim Noah is definitely going to be one of those on our list. He was signed to a four-year deal, but one of those deals is already one of those years is already gone. So we're just going three years. You know, the eighteen five eighteen point five million per year for for Noah, which ends up being a fifty five point six million dollar deal total right now left. So just to clarify, yeah, was Reggie Jackson one of those on your list?
0: Uh, well, I just did one at each position. Like I was throwing that in a starting unit. I saw Reggie Jackson's. I I don't know. I'm I'm not a Reggie Jackson hater, and for the money and stuff, I don't I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of these guys t- too. This has a matter of opinion too. Oh yeah. As far as like, okay, well, I would. I'm not saying I would be thrilled to have him on my team and paying that, but there's a couple other guys that I would be like, mm, I don't know if I'd like to pay you that.
1: Yeah, you're also looking at a guy in Reggie Jackson that he either had a really good like outlier year that first year that that first full year he was in detroit he averaged almost like 20 points a game and they were like really good on the cusp of the playoffs and then he just had a down year last year so it was either he had a down year last year or he's had an outlier year the year before so which one is it i think this year we're gonna try we're gonna find that out right like we're gonna find out definitively which side it is i think it's leaning more towards the down you know that last year was a that, was just, that the, one, yeah. the one good year he had was an outlier, that he was, he's not really that good of a player.
0: Well, you know, he started off the year hurt, and, you know, they had just signed Ish Smith. So they, you know, Ish Smith to be their backup, and, and Ish played, you know, the first part of the season, whatever that was. It did well with them and connected well and all that. And so it reached a point where it's like, okay, it's time for Reggie to come back. And he came back and it kind of just threw everything off. And, I don't know if I hadn't seen a coach and like a, a teammates admit something like that recently, but <laughs> yeah. like, like Van Gundy and like Andre Drummond, both like openly admitted, yeah, when Reggie came back, it kind of just threw everything off. I'm like, oh dang.
1: Yeah. Usually you see your coaches and players going, yeah, but we, you always bring that guy back a hundred percent of the time. You bring that guy back and you, you bring him into the fold and you know, we'll figure it out and all this stuff. But the, <laughs> the lack of, I guess, trust or the lack of certainty in that was interesting. Yeah. Another guy I had on my options list was Tyler Johnson. He was on that oh, Bleacher Report oh. list as well.
0: Oh, that's my starter.
1: There you go. We got one starter. We got one starter down. He has this poison pill contract that, <laughs> uh, that Chandler Parsons and, you know, and Omar Ashik and Jeremy Land all signed. But he's owed $5.8 million this year and then $19.2 million the next two years after that. Guys, Holy the next. Holy <laughs> cow.
0: Not, not this year, but then two years after that. Miami if they still have Dragic on the roster they're gonna be paying him and Dragic close to 40 million each of those years like a combined 40 million
1: that's almost 50 percent of your salary cap
0: <laughs> to Tyler Johnson
1: Tyler and, Johnson yeah yeah that's that's pretty bad i i I'd, I'd, I'd actually almost switch mine what mine ended up being but they're just so bad that all right then another another player that i I considered was Brandon Knight he was on the top of that list I but, don't mind him that well yeah but he didn't end up making it for me because at the end of the day it just seems like he got sort of phased out of of Phoenix and not played himself out if that makes sense
0: yeah I think he I think he could be uh, decent somewhere else. what does he make a year aint it like fifteen or something
1: yeah fifteen
0: fourteen no yeah give me that I don't mind that at all like I don't think it I don't think his is that bad yeah. i mean it's a weird fit in Phoenix and you know what position is he play and all this stuff but I still think if he was on the right team, he would be a decent player.
1: All right, so let's go through the rest of the guards that I had options for. Uh, another one of my guards was Victor Oladipo. Four okay, years.
0: Are you moving to shooting guards
1: now? Yeah, I'm just going through all the guards. Oh, okay. Because I may have cheated.
0: <laughs> you cheetah.
1: The re- so the rest of the guards that I had options for Victor Oladipo, four years, $21 million per year. Sixty-four million dollars total. They call, executives in the NBA called the Paul George trade a salary dump, and it has to be. He is my starting one.
0: And he's your starting point guard, or yeah, starting I, I'm, guard? Start,
1: I'm starting him at one.
0: <laughs> okay, so he'll go against uh, Tyler Johnson for me,
1: and he, right. he'll probably do better.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like Oladipo. I don't. I didn't consider it a salary dump. I got where they were coming from because he didn't play that well, but I'm still. I'm not like all aboard Oladipo, but I think he got kind of a bad rap last year because, oh, Russ is putting up triple-doubles. He has no teammates. And immediately everyone's like, Oladipo sucks because <laughs> Russ goes out. Of- I, mean, I don't know. This is kind of stupid. but
1: Yeah, he's, yeah, I mean, he's it's, definitely going to look better because he's going to have all the options in the world and all the opportunity in the world this year in Indiana. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it that well. Another one mm-hmm. of my options was Tim Hardaway Jr.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't even, I didn't even see how much that equals out a year. It's at, what, 71 million over four years? But that might be, I think New York might have did something, not really poison pillish, but something where it's backloaded or something. It's not do
1: you good. Want me, it's not good. Do you, do
0: you <laughs> want me to give you my shooting guard?
1: Well, let me, uh, yeah, this is my starting shooting guard, Alan Crabb three years, 18.7 million per year, $56 million. That's why starter was my next guy on the list.
0: Yeah, that's rough. It definitely is rough, but like, here's, here's my thing when it comes to these bad contracts, if you're under 24, then it's a little bit different for me. Like it's bad. Like contracts are bad. Like crabs is really bad, but the fact that he's 23, Like lightens it up a little bit for me, compared to some other people.
1: Yeah, if you're if you're taking him on as a rebuilding team, but by all accounts, the Trailblazers aren't necessarily rebuilding. They have pieces, and they have you know an All Star on their team that well, a snubbed All Star. (laughs) We'll leave it at that. But yeah, he's my he's my starting shooting guard. Who's yours?
0: So mine might be a little controversial.
1: Oh, I'm ready. DeMar DeRozan. That was on the that was on the Bleacher Report list, and I saw that. And was it? Demar Derozan, yeah. Demar Derozan is a good player. He's an All Star player, and yeah, he doesn't do the things that he doesn't do the things that you know succeed in the, in the NBA. Like he doesn't shoot the three, he doesn't really defend that well. But guy will go out there and get you 20, 20 points a game, and I don't know. I'm I, not too. Just, I'm not as down on that. I'm like you with Oladipo on that one. You
0: know, Derozan's twenty seven. He gets kind of hyped up in this whole category of, you know, one of the best players in the league and all this stuff. And I'm just not about it. Like, I just, I've never been on DeRozan's camp. Some of my friends back home, you know, that we always talk about the East and bash about the Eastern Conference, how bad it is. And a lot of them always build up DeRozan. And I'm like, I just, I've never been a huge fan of his game. And if you're going to pay. He has four years left, a hundred and eleven million left. So he's getting paid twenty seven million a year. If I'm gonna pay a wing guy twenty seven million a year, then I want him to be, at least be a somewhat of a two way player. And he doesn't play defense that well, and he can't hit the three. He shot twenty six per- percent from three pointer last year. So you're telling me you're you're paying you're paying a guy? Yeah, cool. He puts up what twenty five a game or something like that. All I'm saying like, would he be cool on your team? Sure, I guess. But for $27 million a year, a wing player that's going to be, financial-wise, your best player, I guess, that can't hit a three and doesn't defend very well. That's why he's my starting 2 guard.
1: Man, so would you rather have $6 million a year less and get Victor Oladipo? Six Six million. You get $6 million a year in salary cap space and you get Victor Oladipo. Because that's essentially what it is.
0: It kind of depends on my team. If I like, if I have no other scoring options, then yeah, I mean, I guess DeRozan, you need a scoring. But if I had one or maybe you know a couple other scoring guys, then yeah, I would take all the depot.
1: Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. I was surprised at how little really terrible contracts there was. Like There wasn't necessarily 20 awful contracts in the NBA, you know? Out of you know however many players we said last night, it's four hundred fifty you know regular spots and then the extra, 120 2 um, twenty two-way spots. There's not that many awful awful contracts, <laughs> and yeah. like GMs have gotten really smart. <laughs> and you look at some teams, and I remember like, five years ago that there would be at least one ba- bad contract on every team, and that's why they created the amnesty clause. The amnesty clause in the new CBA from two thousand eleven. Was for these bad contracts that got signed, that you'd be able to amnesty one player and basically just cut him from your books because so many teams screwed up on a lot of players, and then teams screwed up their amnesty by using him on, on dumb you know players that only make like nine million a year or something random. But
0: until you get to the small forward category, <laughs>
1: it- yeah, yeah, this will make that last statement I just said seem really dumb.
0: <laughs> who's uh who's some of your small forwards?
1: One, a couple that I considered, uh, Solomon Hill, three years, $12.7 million per year, $38 million total. Just a guy I thought about. He's yeah. more more so than just the fit there for them. Like, yeah, they gave him all that money, and he doesn't really help them in the things that they need to do better. Uh, defensively, yeah, he'll help them, but shooting-wise. Damari Carroll, two years, $15 million per year. That's another one I considered as either my three or my four. And then my starting three: the man, the myth, the legend, Max or Bust, Mother. Let's go, Chandler Parsons. Three years, twenty-four million dollars per year. That deal is not great.
0: You know what's funny about that is there's a lot of Mavs fans out there that actually wanted that,
1: and still do.
0: They might not admit it now. They're hiding in their caves.
1: Man, but. there are so many. I told you about the. I told you about the, the draft that I found in the Mavs fanatic uh, drafts. Right. <laughs> yeah. The article is titled "The Mastery of Chandler Parsons," and it was the summer that they signed Harrison Barnes.
0: <laughs> and there was never a scenario in which I wanted Chandler Parsons. Like, I mean, for like five million or something, but for like twenty, or eighteen or something like that. No.
1: I don't even know no. if I would want him healthy for that much.
0: <laughs> no, when, like if he didn't have any knee problems at all. Like at, at all. Like he had a decent like point forward type of game, but still it's he's not, he his contract's on my on my hypothetical bench in this in this situation.
1: You know what we haven't really talked about? Your if Laker the, guy. If the if the Mavs did get well we I will I, we will talk about him for sure. If the Mavs ended up signing Chandler Parsons, they probably ended up with Lonzo or Fultz.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: right. Maybe way worse.
0: Definitely way worse. I mean, there's a there's a lot there's a lot of crap that goes in that too. As far as if if they sign him and he still gets hurt, then yeah,
1: yeah. All right, this is where I cheat. My starting four: Luol Deng, three years. Eighteen million dollars per year, just bad. That's and so bad. Th- the decision to try to choose between Parsons or Dang was impossible. But if I had to pick one, I think I would go with Parsons. If I just had to choose one of them, no, I-
0: I'd go Dang. Really, eighteen million a year?
1: You're paying six more million dollars a year for Parsons.
0: At least I have a chance that Parsons is what Parsons is still what twenty five.
1: No, he's like 28, twenty eight, twenty
0: nine. Okay. He's still under 30. Luol dang is what, 32?
1: Yeah, thir- he's, he's early 30s for sure.
0: At least if Parsons is halfway healthy, he's seeing the court. Dang Deng's biggest thing last year he had to worry about is what color tie would match his suit. <laughs> <laughs> because he couldn't even dress on a team that was like trying to rebuild.
1: Yeah, but you're getting other stuff with Lou Aldang. You're getting like a locker room presence. You're getting a veteran. Like by all accounts, he's a really good guy in the locker room for for that young Lakers team, and he's giving you something in that regard. Something not on the floor. Does Chandler Parsons give any of that to you? I mean, if you want huh. more Instagram followers, maybe you hang out with Chandler Parsons a little more. Chan
0: and Chan Coon
1: and Chan Coon. I didn't what,
0: even give you my starting three. I just realized this. Oh, you didn't? I didn't.
1: Okay, give me give me your starting three.
0: It's the man, Kent Bazemore.
1: Really? I see. I don't think that contract is as bad as a lot of people.
0: Bro, say. he's twenty eight, and he averages eleven points a game. That's definitely that's definitely due- going
1: to go up this year, though.
0: He's due three years, fifty four million dollars. Fifty four million dollars over three over three years, and he's tw- he's already twenty eight, and he only averages eleven points a game.
1: Yeah, points aren't everything, but but, he, but like I still he, he also a- played in the Dwight Mayor last night last year, so.
0: Yeah, but I. I didn't think he deserved that at all when he left Golden State. Like he was a fun bench player, but it's not like he's like James Harden or something. Like he's like just an energy guy.
1: Yeah, that that was right. another one of those deals that just end up being that's the market, you know. He got Heck yeah. super super lucky. Yeah, I I didn't think that deal was as, as terrible, but yeah, I could see that being included for sure.
0: But yeah, Luol Dang's pretty bad too.
1: So wait, Dang is your starting four? Yeah.
0: Okay, Ryan Anderson's mine
1: yeah that's that's a good one i still you know he can still bomb threes so that's that's just one skill that will always translate yeah it's a ton of money but it's 20 a, million a year for so you to <laughs> set, stand still and just hope somebody leaves you open uh other options at four for me dwight powell let's go <laughs> kenneth farid two years 13 million uh no, per. no bull crap farid, 13 I million like, per for kenneth farid i like farid okay i do uh, Gorgie Jang, what do you think about that one? Four years, $15.5 per year. $62 million to Gorgie Jang.
0: I like Gorgie, but he kind of worries me as far as like just his knees and just how like it's just a lot. Slow. He looks slow, yeah. It's just a lot.
1: Here we go. The big daddy of them all.
0: <laughs> Is there any scenario in which we do not agree on this one?
1: Oh, well, there's, there's. Okay, I say it's the big daddy of them all because the center position or the five spot is literally the most loaded with bad contracts. There are so many that you could consider really bad. So we could have different because there's just a lot. I ended up with Joakim Noah.
0: Oh yeah, of course, that's mine too.
1: <laughs> yeah, Joakim Noah, three years, $18.5 million, $55.6 million still dealt to this guy. Hmm. When you already had Porzingis, when, you know, like... Ugh. I just I don't, I don't understand it. Other other options that I considered, Mozgov, three years, $16 million per year, is due $48 million for the rest of his deal. Mahimni, three years, $16 million per, which that's the same as Mozgov. So would you rather have Mahimni or Mozgov?
0: Uh, Mozgov.
1: <laughs> I think I might rather have Mahimni. <laughs> <laughs> just bring him back. Bring the champ back.
0: No, don't bring him back.
1: Omar Ashik, <laughs> three years, $11 million per year. Uh, he's on my bench. For three three more years. That's he, so bad. That's a bad deal. That was a bad deal then, and somehow it's still bad. Like even with the cap, even with the cap going up. Because he signed that deal before the big cap spike.
0: <laughs> no, he's he's definitely on my bench.
1: Miles Plumley, three years, twelve and a half million per yikes. Mm,
0: he still has the the young part for me that yeah. takes yeah, yeah, it yeah. away.
1: That's the fifth center I've named, so it's, it's not like this is the first name that came to my head. Another- and also,
0: also they're bad because, in our minds, because of how the game shifted also. Yeah, yeah. Not It's not solely because they suck. It is, in part, a lot because they suck. But <laughs> it does factor in that, you know, if you go back eight years to where there's still some banging centers, then Mozgov might not be that bad, so... I mean we did, it was just no time ago that he was with Cleveland and not doing that bad.
1: Yeah. Well, but then if you if you're paid less than your market value, then you're all of a sudden like, "Ooh, that's interesting," you know? But then if you're paid <laughs> yeah. more, then there's this perception that, you know. Uh the last one that I have on this list and uh it's a, it's a little bit of a wild card. I think this uh-huh. one could I think this one could still be bad, and I think this one might be bad.
0: Are you going to say West Matthews?
1: <laughs> no, not at all. I, I we've talked about West Matthews. What do you think about Dwight Howard? Two years, twenty-three and a half million per. Nah, no, I don't.
0: I don't mind it still.
1: You don't mind it?
0: No, especially for a team like Charlotte. I mean, you're just trying to make the playoffs, or no? I mean, I just just get Dwight and let him let him have shooting around him, and just. And just
1: let him roll the paint. And just like, let him, just let him get all the post touches that he really craves and wants. That's what he, that's what he desires. No, his post no. touches. That's what he wants.
0: Yeah, I don't care what he wants. No,
1: I neither did Houston. Neither did LA. Neither did Atlanta. And now he's gone from all. Neither did Orlando at the end. Like they didn't care either. And then he just, you know, Dwight, Dwight married his way out of town.
0: Dwight man. So what if New Orleans wants touches?
1: I can't see New Orleans wanting touches. I don't know. If he is does the... if, if he does be like it does be like touch your nuts, set a pick, and then roll to the basket. <laughs> it's
0: like the only time you're gonna touch the ball is when you're throwing down an oop or you're yeah. at tip
1: off. Tip off, grab a board. You you learn how to dribble, grab a board, take it yourself, take it coast to coast, go for it. I'm all i I'm all for it.
0: I think we might actually see that a few times this year.
1: That'd be fun, man. That's you that's can... It's fun when the Lakers do it, like with Julius Randle. When Randle takes that, imagine like your center doing that. I mean, obviously, Towns and you know, cousins and guys like that do it, but and Marcus Gasol every once in a while. (laughs) Marcus Gasol. all right. Who do you have as your coach? Oh, I got two, or do you have a six man? You want to name one of those guys as your six man?
0: No, any of yeah, we all dang Parsons are (laughs) awesome.
1: We've named all of them. All right, give me your coach. So I have a, I have two,
0: so I'm going to give you my lead assistant first, and then I'll give you my head coach crown, Ooh. my my worst coach in the league. My lead assistant is Fred Hoiberg.
1: He went to the playoffs, man. That guy was a playoff coach. I don't. He's he's also a playoff coach that could be in the NCAA like, as soon as a month from now.
0: George Carl won the coach of the year and got fired the next year.
1: The coach of the year, man. People get coach of the year and they get fired like right away. It's crazy. Coach of the
0: year's a weird word. It's but the weirdest. My number one head coach none other than Alvin Gentry. Really? Bro, let me just give you a few things. Okay. The guy's been fired three times. Okay. He's had a losing he's had a losing season. I'm just gonna go down through his years. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, nine, ten
1: years—ten years that he's a head coach.
0: <laughs> they've been losing seasons.
1: Well, a couple of the bunch of those years were with Phoenix when don't, they had aging Steve Nash. But
0: don't make excuses. I'm just saying. I just—how does this guy? How do how do you get fired three times in the NBA? You have ten losing seasons as a head coach, and yet you still get a head coaching job.
1: Got some connections, and, man. Got those connections. Network. And
0: every time he's interviewed, it's like somebody reading a children's book that's just <laughs> trying to make you go to sleep. Of yeah, buggy, we just told him to get the ball and go put it in the basket. That's your head coach. I don't. Know, I just. I think he's one of the worst coaches in the league. Him and Fred, Fred Horberg. I don't like either one of them. I just don't. I don't see how people just stick around. That's my whole thing. I, I don't see how guys can just. Stick around and keep getting jobs whenever you got that crap. He's going to get fired again. He's not going to stick around in New Orleans because they're not going to do great. This New Orleans thing is going to blow up. (laughs) That's going to be your fourth time you got fired, old Alvin. Seems like a super nice guy. But anyway, who do you got, Mr. Byron Scott?
1: (laughs) Byron would have been my pick for sure. But uh, I have two guys that I was thinking about. I don't really feel great about either of them. Nate McMillan is one of those for me yeah just don't see like for more it's more so not necessarily him as a coach but just why get rid of frank vogel who's been the most successful coach since i don't know for the pacers since reggie miller was playing for him (laughs) why would you get rid of him and then replace him with nate mcmillan that doesn't do the things that you want to do and then earl watson for the Suns?
0: just
1: just not really sure about that situation but i I didn't really feel good about either of those but
0: phoenix you just don't know what to do because they you don't know what kind of they, they just—I don't know—they're just weird because they just get bringing all these young guys. And Earl seems like a really cool guy, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, oh, and that's that's the problem with some of these coaches—they seem like really cool guys.
0: Doc Rivers—he could be up there.
1: Not a cool guy, though.
0: <laughs> no, he—he he was nice. He was nice when we talked to him this year.
1: Yeah, he was nice yeah, to nice us. When I talked to him. <laughs> Did you hear yeah. him say that they're gonna they're gonna have ball movement now that Chris is gone? Uh,
0: yeah, that was so funny.
1: All right, I have one more thing before we go. There's been this rumor, and apparently Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum have been openly campaigning to bring Carmelo Anthony to the Blazers. What are you doing? Why? That's the worst thing that I've ever heard. You okay? How are they red- to get Mellow? How redundant would Lillard, McCollum, and Mellow be? They're defending nobody.
0: You ain't. Ma- they're going to barely make the playoffs. So you at least you at least want something else. If you're one of the- I don't blame them one it bit. Does it does not
1: help your team. Doesn't. What do you What do you need on that team? My- Myers, need- Leonard's
0: going to help. Mo Harkless is going to help. You need wing that's
1: defenders, <laughs> and you need guys that can like do something off the dribble off the bench. Like you got got to have some guys that can do stuff when Dame and Lillard aren't yeah. there. And somebody like you
0: know Allen Crab. That like you're paying twenty million dollars to? Like that's who you okay, want as you, I would rather
1: have Carmelo at his deal than, than Alan Crab at his deal. I'll give you that. But to add sure. Carmelo to all that to, to those two guys, just how redundant are the three of those guys?
0: I mean they, they all want buckets, but I don't if you're they're just one of those teams where you got two really good players, you got one potential superstar in Dame. If you can get Mellow, man, just go get it. Like I think it's the coolest thing that they're out there like campaigning. You got two stars that's saying, somebody else come. Like, Paul George, somebody else. Like, let's do this thing.
1: Yeah, forget tampering. Just go ahead and let everybody do whatever.
0: Yeah, it's not tampering between players. No.
1: So, there we go. That's what I think think about the Carmelo to Portland thing. I just think it's ridiculous. They're so redundant. I don't know why. I don't know why specifically the players would want to do that. It doesn't really help you.
0: Because they want help. They want to win.
1: I think it just feels like they want a big brother we just want a guy to come in and
0: no I think they're just tired of losing so much. I mean realistically, Melo's going to be a better option on your team than Mo Harkless, Leonard, Evan Turner or something like that. Like he's going to be better than that. So you at least want to make some type of shot at it.
1: That's true. All right, there we go. That's our starting five worst contracts. Just to review, give me your give me your starting five. Mine was Oladipo at one because I cheated. Alan Crab at two. Parsons at three. Lou Aldang at four. Joakim Noah at five. And my coach was, uh, let's go with Nate McMillan. How about that? Oh, Natey. My
0: starting point guard was Tyler Johnson with DeMar Derozan alongside of him. I had Kent Bazemore and Ryan Anderson at my forwards, and the man holding down the middle, Joakim Noah. I had some bench players in. That's a good team.
1: That's a good team like three years ago. <laughs> Like, five years ago. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh,
0: I had Chan Coon and Lou Aldang. I wear my suit more than my jersey. And then Omer Asik. And don't forget Alvin Gentry as my head
1: coach. He's about fair. to get fired
0: for his fourth time.
1: That's fair. If you guys are joining us for the first time, either on... Uh, Reddit or Mavs Moneyball or on Dal- on Dallas stash Mavs Forum. Thanks so much for listening to us. Please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. I've heard the request to put it on Stitcher. I'm working on that, so we will try to get the podcast on Stitcher. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Locked On Mavs. Again, subscribe on iTunes. Please rate and review if you can, and tweet us. I'm at Nick Van Exit. He's at Isaac Harris NBA. It will be it will be in the description. A link will be there. Go ahead and tweet to us. We appreciate all the feedback. Appreciate all the love we've heard in the last couple of days about the podcast. People loving it. People loving the conversation we had yesterday. Some people not loving it as much, but hey, what do you do? Hey,
0: that's a sign that we made it. <laughs> that when, pe- when people don't like it, not for real though. Just echoing what Nick says.
1: Our our feedback,
0: really, since the day we took this over, and even over the past week, it's just been our numbers have been insane. Yeah, the community—it's kind of like I don't know—built around it now uh, through social media and just. The, just the numbers and how many people The thousands of people that listen to this each week uh, It's really cool We enjoy doing it And we look forward to some fun things We have planned for the season And all of that stuff So
1: And fun stuff we have for the rest of August There may not be Mavs news But we will still be broadcasting We might take a week off or so here or there Just depending on what happens Or where we go One of us might you know take some time or whatever But we still have some good stuff planned We definitely do and for sure. just to clarify, it is a joint venture. I'm at Mavs Moneyball. Isaac's at Smoking Cuban. So we're both, this is, you know, a thing for both of us, for both of our sites. Uh, you know, if Isaac decides to share it on Smoking Cuban, totally fine. If I decide to share it on Moneyball, you know, it works. We're both on those sites. So it's a joint thing. It's not Moneyball's thing. It's not Smoking Cuban's thing. We're even. all in this together. Straight up. Thanks so, much Hasco, to- musical, <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Pasco Musical. Let's <laughs> go! Thanks so much for listening to the Lockdown Maps. Peace out! Boom! Oh!